welcome to today's broadcast and I would like to talk on the subject of Christian modesty and dress culture. One of the popular scripture often used out of its context to uphold men and women's misbehavior and misconduct when it comes to this subject is that sacred word of God in 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. For the Lord see it not as men see it. For man looked on the outward appearance, but the Lord looked on the heart. In its right context, we saw that this man to whom the word was directed fits the particular profile of the man to be elected by God. The man to whom God's word went Eliab, the first son of Jesse, actually looked like the first king of Israel. He was good looking. He was nice. He didn't look like a dirty servant. He looked like a prince, someone who is worthy to be called a king. And you see, the man of God simply mistook his good appearance for his heart. See, Eliab must have all the language. But the problem is not with how he looked. It wasn't with his look. The problem was with his heart. So we can call him a Pharisee. He dresses well. He looks well. In fact, to use the scripture in its right context, we can apply it to people who claim to be saved because they show us by the way they dress and all. Yet their art is far from the reality of divine salvation. But notice that the man whom God used, or the man who God wanted to use, David, was not bad outwardly either. He was certainly not qualified in the sight of men because he was the least among the brethren. He had a bad vocation, a seemingly unattractive vocation, for he was a shepherd boy. He was poor and unknown musician who sings to the sheep. That was what men thought was wrong about him. All these attributes have no relationship with the moral living of the man David. He was an outstanding Old Testament saint with a testimony that he was God's man a man after God's heart, a friend of God. May I give the right context to that scripture in the light of Christian modesty? Here's what I see. Out of the abundance of the grace of God in his or heart, a believer speaks, dresses, socializes, and worship. That is a poor or young or not physically built does not affect his moral and spiritual integrity. He would always be a Christian at heart and then glorify Christ in his body. Pardon the ignorance of your weak brother here. How can you express the art of Christ as a sister with your breast nearly falling out of the dress? How does that glorify the God in your heart whose name is holy, whose person is holy? Or how does it help a weak brother like me worship God with one high on your naked body because you sit right next to me? God make me blind to you. How does that dress code glorify and preach Christ to an ungodly man? Let me stop here. Since everything is becoming tighter, including the dress our sisters wear, the pain is that it is tighter and shorter, putting brothers in trouble. I may say I have grace to be blind to you, but does all men have grace to do so? Are you glorifying Christ? Somehow the condition of your art is perfectly the model of your outward look. If you like quote all the scripture from the beginning to end, you are a stumbling block. Let me tell you, God will require the blood of the ensnared brother in your hands. 
since legality is really striving to increase immodesty, we must truly conclude that Satan now sits in our synagogue in beautiful voices to sing and nice little brain to preach. Anyhow you see it, you are either on the Lord's side or you take the side of the world. Choose today which side you belong. I have found the word of Jesus to be the final authority over any matter and he clearly pointed out that by your fruit we will know you. Matthew 7, 15-23 You may have the tongues of men and of angels, maybe fallen angels. You may be beautifully talented in singing. Satan, he's... You may be eloquent in exposition of Bible. However sound you make people think you are, the litmus test for all these activities in your life is that by your fruit we would know you. You can't preach holiness and dress like a prostitute. Today, I see all manners of foolish things even among the brothers. Our foolish hairstyles. I noticed recently how it was mad people who used to have this dreadlock on their head while I was growing up as a young boy. But well, I see many brothers following the trend and they join in the list of the mad guys. We can't be like the world and hold on to Christ. The Christian has a code guiding his life. It comes from his heart. It is a law of righteousness written upon his heart. No one can be fooled. Even the unbelievers know that you are not a Christian, even if you claim you are. Who then is fooling who? I like to pardon the ignorance of some who basically are doing this out of ignorance and because of the people they're following, the so-called Christian figures they follow. I call it back. If the people of the world now behave more modestly, as it were, than the Christians, then there's trouble. Before it becomes an eternal trouble, go back to the cross and ask the merciful Lord to restore you. God indeed looks at the heart, and out of the rottenness of the heart comes all the modest lifestyle we see today. The heart must truly be converted before the look can. So continue or repent and let Christ give you light.